check pass. Let's fucking do this. All right. Last fucking podcast of the year. Everybody, welcome. Steve reads a comic. I am not Steve. That's Steve. Right there. There he is. On on cue. As (laughs) on cue, except not at all. I was waiting for some kind of sound effect. No. Jesus Christ, man. You really want this to be like a morning zoo type show, don't you? I'm I'm telling you, man. (laughs) Give me the fucking buttons. I'm Steve! Yeah. And Rob, of course, dragged into this against his will, tied to a chair. (laughs) Rob's like, why am I not Y'all keep reading comics like this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before we get to the comics, let's... uh, You guys want to talk about the Mandalorian at all? You want to do some Mandalorian spoilers? What do you want to do? Yeah, I would love to talk about the Mandalorian. That's all I want to do all day. The first thing I need to tell you guys is I pre-ordered something. It's supposed to come out next October. It is a uh, Nerf gun, in in uh, but it's a replica of the Mandalorian's rifle. So it's like fifty <laughs> inches long. It comes in a wooden case. It's like, but it's a Nerf gun, and I'm so stoked to get this fucking thing. So it fires already, little darts. Yeah, it fires Nerf darts. Um, it's colored Nerf colors, unfortunately, but it has like metal little refinements to it, uh, uh, little <laughs> ornamental decorations, whatever the hell to, I don't know. It's, it's so funny looking to me and I'm like, yes, because I ordered the helmet already. I got a helmet coming when that comes out. I was like, I already got, you know, I got a Boba Fett helmet, got Darth Vader, got a Stormtrooper. Um, How much was it? The rifle, I think, is like $120. Oh, my God. Damn, for a Nerf gun? Like a Nerf gun, like a good automatic Nerf gun, it's like 50 bucks, man. Oh, for real? Yeah. This is a replica, though. This is a, it's literally, it literally comes in a case. It has like a case. Replica. I've never seen a Nerf gun with a case before. I thought you said it was a, it, it was Nerf colors. That's not a replica. It is. But it, but it is like dimensionally, like it looks just like it. Like it doesn't look like a Nerf gun other than the, the colors because they can't do it in actual weapon colors for because of rules, unfortunately. So you get like orange and white. But it, like I said, it has these little uh, refined appointments on it that look like metal and stuff. And I'm just, uh, it's so fucking cool. 120. I don't know. I'd spend 120 on it if it looked like the same color and everything. I don't know if I'd spend that much on a Nerf gun. Y'all got more effing toys than anybody I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. That's it makes I don't know what Steve's excuse is. My excuse is because all my toys got fucking thrown in the trash. (laughs) Uh, my excuse is I just buy what I want. All right, here, I'm gonna send this uh, link through. You can cycle through the pictures. This thing is fucking sweet. Is this a Christmas present to yourself? How did you get it past Maggie? I don't because I'm an adult. <laughs> I just buy what I want. <laughs> I get that, but I cringed at 120, so I'm sure Maggie did too. I I told her about it earlier. I think she doesn't care, does it? Because it doesn't come out till October. So like that's like way off in the future. It's like future money. Oh, the Nerf darts are silver. Aha! That's awesome. Did you guys get the link? Yeah, so yeah, dude, it, it's Christmas time and you're Christmas shopping for yourself. Well, no, again, there's no money spent for almost a year. Oh, it this doesn't. Is, it doesn't come out of your 
account until a year? No. Yeah. This um, is like future money. That's not as bad as I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like great, bright green and yellow or something. No, it's it's actually a decent looking replica. And you could paint it if you really wanted to, you know. It's, Show the audience, I, Steve. I can't. <laughs> You can check out our uh, Instagram page if you want to see it. The the wooden stock is about the only thing that looks 100% uh, the right color, but the rest of it looks like the fucking right. Last podcast. (laughs) I'm talking to Steve. Rob wants, sorry, Sean. Rob wants wants more more coffee, coffee. but I'm trying to explain to them I don't have any water in the reservoir. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, Steve. You have have that coffee pot up there for one reason. For one reason. All Go right. get that hey, man talk, some water. Talk to Rob for a second. Hold on. Get this man some water. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Did you see this reservoir? It's like it it's holds, like two ounces of water. Yeah, no wonder why it holds one you, cup. Yeah. What kind of coffee maker is that? Yeah. These stupid Keurigs, I swear. Just make a damn pot of coffee and then you won't run out. <laughs> but like like me, I'll drink one cup. I might not even finish that cup. That's who that really? that coffee. Uh, yeah. I can't. I can't stop at one. Yeah, I, it just doesn't taste that good, and it doesn't keep me awake. So there's like not a lot of incentive yeah. for me to keep drinking it. Much like alcohol, I don't like the taste. I don't like the flavor so much. Well, that's a good reason not to drink it. I'm gonna have to start yeah. getting bottled water. Keep it in the mini fridge. Now, do you like uh, do you like uh, fufu coffee? You know, like I do. cream I do and like, sugar and, you know. The, the coffee I like is, is known as uh, hot chocolate. That's yeah. my favorite coffee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, I don't like hot chocolate. It's weird. I don't like hot chocolate, but I love coffee. I like sweet stuff. And, yeah, I like uh, – it's weird, though, because sometimes I will just – it's very rare. Every once in a blue moon, I'll be like, I just want a black cup of coffee, and then I'm good for like a year. Yeah. I'm good um, till the next morning. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't need I don't need you know like twenty dollar fucking beans. I just like Maxwell's man. What color would you say I my coffee is right now? At Kroger for like five ninety nine, four ninety nine. Huh? What color is my coffee right now? You're not drinking coffee. You, you got ice, <laughs> a lot of cream, and a, and a hint of coffee. Yeah, that, that's not coffee. That's still coffee, man. Nah, it's man. just flavored. You guys want to? redo the whole fucking chocolate milk argument for our listeners here. Is that where chocolate this is? Chocolate milk, bitch. <laughs> uh, why, why was, oh, Rob said he, he enjoyed the taste of beer. I'm like, that's bullshit. I do I like, like beer. beer I tastes like, like piss. Too. Why would, like, if you had a choice, you would pick chocolate milk over beer. Rob said, no, I'd rather have beer. I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> I'm not a liar. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand palates. And, and let, let's uh, let's tell the audience that Steve was drinking a lot that day, so he has to be combative. <laughs> he was he's more belligerent than usual. Yeah, when he drinks, he's even more belligerent. Yes. Why uh, do people drink if you don't like the taste of it? I don't understand the effects. That's the only reason the I drink alcohol Smoke for the effects. Weed. It's not for the taste. Take some if I pills. wanted to, if, if I wanted to drink for the taste, I drink chocolate milk. It's a lot cheaper. No, it's easy. Alcohol's the easiest thing to get, Rob. It's I hard guess. to know, you gotta know somebody to get like weed or pills I or whatever. Mean. But alcohol is uh, the easiest thing. You walk into a gas station and walk out with some mind-altering slow poison. Speaking of uh, weed, I gotta tell you this. This is just <laughs> this is real quick. Me and yeah, so uh, I'm out back with the dog. 
it's nine o'clock, I think Friday night. And uh, my wife comes outside and says, uh, hey, there's a neighbor at the door. I don't know who she is. She says she's our neighbor, but she wants to borrow a dolly. I was like, well, who is it? Well, I don't know. I was like, okay, well, how does she know we had a dolly? <laughs> right? Who has a dolly? Yeah, right. That, that's kind of an odd thing. So I was like, okay, I'm in my pajamas, dude. It's like after nine. And so I go out there and this lady's like, yeah, uh, there's some furniture. Somebody put some furniture on the curb. And this lady wanted to dolly. She's like, I live down there. It's like freaking 10 houses, dude. It would take you an hour to dolly that piece of furniture Jesus. down there. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I was like, I, okay, yeah, sure. You can borrow my dolly. So I go to get the dolly and she's like, oh, you have a truck? I was like, if oh you know I got God. a dolly, you can see my goddamn truck. And so I was like, yeah. She's like, well, uh, can I borrow it to uh, to get? I was Jeez. like, Jesus All Christ. Right. I'm thinking, I was like, lady, I'm in my slippers. I was like, let me go get some shoes on and I'll give you. Yeah. Any. And this is where anyone else would have been like, no, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Rob's like, okay. Okay. So, so it gets better. <laughs> so uh, my sister-in-law is staying with us. And uh, so she's helping me. So I get my truck, I get my clothes on, I get I get my truck, I back it up, I put the furniture in there, we drive down, like it's like eight houses down, it's way down. She's like, Yeah, oh, it's that one there. Um <laughs> I unload it and I was like, There's her cars were in the driveway, and I was like, Man, her her car, she must have hit a skunk. You know, and I was like <laughs> So I was like, Yeah, that's Man, she hit a skunk with that car, you know, something, something ain't right. So then we go back, get the other piece of furniture, because I had to do one at a time. I go back, back up into her driveway, and my sister-in-law is the one helping me unload the furniture. And then this lady, she like clears space. Her garage is full, which I mine is too. But she's like, oh, can you put it over here? I was like, no, it's staying right here. I was oh, like, that's where I draw the line. Right I'm not waiting for you to move your, rearrange your garage. So right. I'm like, man, there's that skunk smell again. I was like, man, that is awful. So Rob is not familiar with skunk weed. Yeah. So my wife and, and my <laughs> sister-in-law, cause they were helping, we're driving away from the house and she, they're like, like, man, that lady was high. I was like, really? I was like, yeah, she kind of looked kind of goofy in the eyes, you know? And, uh, I, and then they're like, did you smell the weed? I was like, no, I kept smelling skunk. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you idiot. It's skunk weed. I was like, oh, that's a real thing? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know. Well, that makes a lot of sense, though. Rob so anyway, I, I learned about skunk weed, which I had no idea about. She's like, yeah, like, like it's like cheap weed or something. Well, don't. If people ask to borrow a dolly, say... I don't have a fucking dolly. I don't care if you're fucking riding your dolly around the house and you answered the door while standing in it. Be like, no, I don't have a fucking dolly. This isn't a warehouse. Yeah, and you know she's going to be coming back like next week. She's going to be asking for something else. <laughs> it's just like, mm, that ain't worth it, just, man. That's my mind. Like, okay, so this bitch lives eight houses down and she knows where to go for a dolly. What is happening? Did, was she maybe she was driving by with how often do you use your dolly? I guess that's the first question. Not very often, right? Like, are you just constantly moving your tanning bed around? Like, what, why? What the hell? Uh, 
Uh, so, yeah, really, I feel like she saw you use it once and just kind of tucked that information away. And it was like, oh, I know a guy. There's a man. Like, and then like, yeah, when she shows up, like, you got a dolly? Just that, the next answer is, no, I don't have a dolly. Like, that's it. All right. <laughs> like, All right. Well, you have a truck. <laughs> no, I don't have a truck either. <laughs> no. I, yeah. I do What's that? Truck. What's that? Oh. <laughs> no, All right. No, you say that's not that's my truck. That's a car with a bed. <laughs> well, no. If you must use a truck, be like, you could just say no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know how I am. It's Christmas. I was like, <laughs> I don't want bad karma to happen to me for shooting somebody down. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have to worry about that. I'm sure Trump has so much bad karma coming his way. That's true. 270,000 dead Americans. I'm sure he's not going to retire in riches. <laughs> Giuliani got COVID. <laughs> so anyway, I learned about skunkweed. Uh, All right. Yeah. I've learned old. about, yeah. Yeah, Giuliani. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna be yep. fine. He's got he can afford. Get him into the hospital immediately. Yeah, like that's such bullshit. I was telling Steve earlier. I was like, dude, if you are out there preaching, if you're out there not wearing a mask, telling people not to worry about it, go about your lives, and you get COVID, you don't get to go to the hospital immediately. No, like if you're not taking any precautions to not get COVID, right? Then when you get it. You are at the back of the fucking line. Right. That's such bullshit, man. Be like, fuck well, that, you, you mass denier. You can get it after the other people that need it. These people, <laughs> right. that, these senators and all these big wigs, like Giuliani's getting tested almost every day. If you got to get tested, you got to probably pay for it or wait in line for two days to, you know what I'm saying? They're getting instant results. They're getting tested every day. You know, they're not doing anything to prevent it. Yeah. It's- and, and and they're probably killing other people. Yeah. You know, that's what people don't talk about. Like there was a, a article in the paper, the Daily Memphian, about a lady. She was 75 and people were like, oh, well, she was really old, you know, and that's bullshit. They're like, like her sisters lived till like they were 98. You know what I mean? She had like 20 good years left in her. You know, she was active. She danced all the time. She was always helping people, you know. Um, she was very cautious. Like she'd come home from the store and like wash her clothes and meet, you know, throw them in the laundry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, I read about, and she smoked a lot of skunk weed. And she I remember reading a lot of skunk weed. God damn it. Yeah. But anyway, that, those are the people, you know, from somebody not wearing their mask killed her basically, yeah. you know, well, she was old. No, she still had a good 20 years left in her. That's right. ridiculous, man. Uh, yeah, it's all fucked up. F Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, when I heard he went to the hospital, like, instantly, I was like, yeah, right. that'd be nice for the rest of America, who you want to take your goddamn health care away from. Right. I just, uh, anyway, these fucking people. All right, I'm not, I'm not going to be political. I'm going to try to stay off the politics type Steve stuff. Brought it up. <laughs> I'm just enjoying listening to you guys. This is all great. right. Robinson Let's get back to the Mandalorian. We uh, we already did a lot of discussing of of the this episode's Mandalorian, and this is spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen episode, what is it, fourteen? Um, the tragedy. If you haven't seen that episode, you should probably stop listening now. Uh, full spoiler. Three, two, one. Here we go. Fucking Boba, Boba Fett. Boba Fett is back. He's alive. He's and this this is the one thing. That I, I didn't say to you guys because it only occurred to me uh, since we talked last. But so Boba Fett, when I was a kid, I love Boba Fett. Now, Boba Fett had 
in in Empire had like what thirty seconds of screen time, right? You know what I mean. He wasn't in there very long. Jedi about the same, uh, but just seeing him in Empire, and then you know they made a figure for him. I had a, a neighbor, and she had the twelve inch fucking Boba Fett figure. Nice. Um, and uh, and I remember seeing you know they had the, the trading cards of the movie and stuff, and it, he just looked cool. He sounded cool. He looked cool. He was a badass. Um, and I think as a, as a child, what, one of the things that I really loved about the character was because he was in the movie so little, my imagination, imagine, imagination, imagination kind of just filled in how awesome this character was. Like I created his story basically, right? Like despite his untimely, uh, seeming demise in Jedi, I was just like, nah, he got out of there. Um, but yeah, it, I think that was part of the allure was uh, he was mysterious. You know, he had a helmet on. You didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. Uh, same same with Vader, you know, that that mysterious background. And then when we found out what, you know, his background was, according to George Lucas, it just, you know, wasn't the same for Vader. Well, no, no. But I mean, Vader had a lot more screen time, though. I'm talking like this yeah. character, had like a minute of screen time. And he had a whole, you know, a, a whole ton of fans somehow. You know, he, he said like three lines and I think that's what it was. It's just kind of creating what he did. Like we saw what Vader did. He fucking wielded a lightsaber. He could fly, uh, you know, the, the TIE fighters. He was a badass all around. Uh, you know, we didn't get to see a lot of Boba Fett. So when, you know, we were kids and we were outside playing, we just, I would just make up what Boba Fett could do. We knew he had a jetpack. We knew he had, you know, the lasso thing, the flamethrower, all that stuff. And so you could just kind of create who Boba Fett was. And then when you see it in this episode, you're like, yeah, that's that's who Boba Fett is. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> who I thought Boba Fett was. I was right. Man, now, I'm guessing Dave Maloney had that same experience as a kid. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was I mean, I was just so happy for for you and Rom because I, you know, I knew of Boba Fett, but I, I never was a fan of him, you know. And I, I and I was like, I got chills watching this episode. And I just thought of you guys and just how happy that 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 episode probably made you, you know, because if it was yes. giving me chills and I don't even care about them that much. I, I knew you guys were you know, over the moon. Did yeah, uh, was- his name was never mentioned in Empire, right? We didn't hear his name until. Return of the Jedi. Is that? Oh, not- we knew it because I knew it because I would study the backs of those action figure cars. Right, right, so well, like, yeah, but that in the movie though, if you just saw Empire Strikes Back, nobody you'd never know his name. The only reason we knew his name was from the action figures. Right. Well, that's how we learned most characters. I used to have those things fucking the first, memorized. The first time we heard his name was when Han Solo said it. Right. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was uh, it was a glorious return. Um, Fucking using man. every bit of his armor, man. It was yeah. so great. Got to see every, you know, he got to fire the missile. Um, he went and got a missile. Did you notice the missile? He went. It, it was like he went and got his armor. Then he went back to the slave one and got a missile because uh, the missile looked like Boba Fett's missile that we were used to seeing. It looked. See, I don't even know if you guys noticed all this shit. No, um, yeah, it looked exactly a, like the one from. Right from from Empire and yeah. Jedi, yeah, it was more um, rounded and yeah. It, the other one was longer, like the one right. The tip was, was longer, like correct? A, yeah, more like a warhead. Yeah, uh, compared to like whatever was in it when uh, the the Marshal Timothy Oliphant fired it. 
He had the red gauntlets. He had those are the, the gauntlets he had in, in Jedi. He had green gauntlets in Empire. Boba Fett was the first Hot Toys figure I bought. You know, like out of all the Hot Toys, Boba Fett. I got a Boba Fett helmet. I like. I fucking love. Oh, just today, today I pre-ordered this fucking thing in February. February it arrived today, December. It all it is is a uh, it's a Boba Fett figure, uh, but it's an exact replica of the original Boba Fett figure. So it's like that crappy, you know, plastic shitty paint. It's the but it's a replica. It's made by Hasbro and it comes in replica packaging too. It was like 13 bucks or whatever, but uh-huh. it sold it was a Walmart exclusive over here in the US, sold out like fucking instantly. I was able to get it from like a UK um store called Zavi, which is actually a pretty cool store if you're looking for uh, 4K Blu-ray steel books and stuff or 4K Blu-rays that haven't released in America. Is it a, like is a it a replica movie. of the uh, the original one? You had to get the UPC. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow! The very so first, yeah, so it's got the 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 trigger for the for the for the missile. I haven't opened it, but yeah, uh, it's uh. So I don't even know because I think the one they released the missile didn't actually fire or something because of the. I'm trying to remember that show that was explaining it. The one that actually released. I, I don't think it. The missile did fire because kids were you know it was like a swallowing hazard or something. Yeah. But this has the same paint job. He's like blue. Um, he's got the little gun, you know, it, and it's just, it's really cool. And, and the package. Yeah. He's not yeah, the right color. Yeah. It, yeah. He's blue and he's got, I think the missile's red. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it's just uh, like bright red. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> yeah. And it, it but, uh, yeah, it literally just arrived today. I, I've, I was so happy. I got, but yeah. And then the show Mandalorian, which is, oh, that was the other thing. The other big thing. You know, Boba Fett's a Mandalorian. Like, Jango Fett was a Mandalorian. So that was kind of cool because that was up for contention for a long time because of some things that they said in Clone Wars about Jango Fett not being a Mandalorian. Oh, but now, that's right. They said he was a family. Yeah. So he, he was a Mandalorian, which is kind of cool, man. Yeah. So him, him and uh, uh, Din Djarin are teaming up, and which I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. I expected his appearance to be maybe a one-off, which I didn't want. Um. But at this point, I can he can die now for all I care. <laughs> like I've seen him be bad. At, he like he's fulfilled his purpose in in my opinion. So if he does get killed, I'll be sad, but I will be proud. He is. Uh, Sean he's said on- he, he can get Joss Whedon. It'll be all right. <laughs> he's he's on a mission with uh, Mando. He ain't going nowhere, man. We're gonna see a bunch of Boba action. So I, like I hope- when you're first seeing him in his armor, what was your reaction? Like what did you? Oh, I was screaming, dude. I was literally just screaming at the TV. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, but I I was I was talking like that whole fucking episode. I was like that asshole in the movie theater. <laughs> but you I knew just, it as soon as he looked at, at Mando's ship with the door uh, open. You yeah. knew he was he going for it, man. Fun. That's just so true. When he glanced over and they showed the ship, I was yeah, like, the oh, razor crest yeah. door was wide yeah. open. Yeah, he's like, yep. <laughs> I'll be walking in there. <laughs> Dude, I was so I was just beside myself with fucking joy, man. This show has brought me so much joy. Uh just from the get-go and in, in so many different moments. From episode three in season one, where you saw all those Mandalorians fighting together. Mm-hmm. Like I was oh man. 
I literally teared up at that episode. Why didn't he just, just take take the armor from Cobb Vanth or whatever his name is? Yeah, I was thinking that too, but that's not. It's a TV show. It's got to be dramatic. Well, it's got, you could, know what I mean? He could have yeah. showed up, like he he tracked it down, and then oh shit! Mando, oh, that is true. Mando, You're right? Because I, I Mando I got, got there first. You know? Yeah. He's right. like, oh god damn it! Now I got to follow this guy. He was tracking Din Djarin. Yeah. So he wasn't tracking the armor necessarily. Right. And so that, yeah, I actually. Yeah, because he did say, he did say, I've been following you for a while. Yeah. So he was actually tracking uh, Din Djarin. But then, you know, he came across his armor and he's just like, hey, I just want my armor back. That's it. So I read that the whatever crest he has, if you translate it, it says like something. I forget, man. I'm, I'm horrible at remembering shit. <laughs> But uh, but it, it tells you what, like what his master was or something like Dalish or some. It had a name of the Mandalorian, um, like yeah. His, I remember reading about. Are you talking about like that kind of like that F with the feather? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it translates to something, but anyway, you better go get on, your kids. That's, the, knocking so that's the, the thing, though. Is like yeah, I, I think it has to do with the. That's like the Jaster Mareel storyline but i don't we i don't think any of that's canon now though so we we don't actually know that anymore because that that went back to the uh well no that it's gonna be well it's they brought it into the mandalorian from what i was reading like they translated it from the mando which brought some of it back to canon now like you said it was legends before and then from this episode it brought like like into canon. I don't know. I'm not going to, I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't I know the details. Up. What I missed? Just My kids were knocking at the door. I forget the guy's name. I thought it began with a D, but don't uh, quote I me. I always thought it was Jasper Muriel was the guy. I Maybe it was an M. <laughs> Maybe it was an H. Um, I could be wrong. Jester Muriel. How about the knee rockets? Woo! Knee rockets. <laughs> that was awesome. Everything. Holy shit, man. That was such, there were two great fight scenes, one without his armor and one when he got his armor. Yeah. When it, when he was using whatever weapon that is called that he had, just cracking stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was such a great episode. <laughs> I just love the storm. They just kept coming. Just, yeah. <laughs> I love it when, when he, when he first, you know, you don't see Boba yet and he just lands right behind that one stormtrooper. Yeah. And then, event, you know, Stormtrooper moves out of the front of the camera and you, you like Boba's revealed for the first time. It's like, holy shit, dude. Like, what a great character. What a fucking great show. John Favreau, Dave Filoni. Oh. Now, now maybe you guys will listen to me when I come to you and I say things like, hey, that was uh, Boba Fett, by the way. <laughs> well, I knew like, it was no, Boba Fett because he was listed as the in the credits is Boba Fett. So, I mean, I no, knew you were right. You, with me. you were like, I, first of all, you, you didn't know who that was. Well, I know uh, that's because I said I was watching on the screen in the credits on the, he, he didn't, did they have his Boba Fett as his name? I don't the first so. episode. No, yeah, because I, I, I was being act- devil's ad- advocate with you and saying it could have been a clone. Dude. Oh, I, okay. But, but remember Steve, <laughs> no, Steve, I didn't had even no know idea. It was, it was, yeah, it was but the once, character. Once I saw his face, and I saw it was the same actor that played Django. I oh, was no, like, this is such revisionist I was like, history. Oh, okay. It, re- it is. <laughs> the way I remember because it. Because I, I, I didn't say 100% that it was Boba Fett. I know that. 
Because no. I was arguing with Sean. I said it was. And you didn't even know it was the guy that played. I know. I explained Clint. this in the podcast last week. That's what I'm saying. But once I, saw, once I saw it on the big screen uh, and I saw that it was him, I was like, okay, it's, it's obviously him. Is this the episode you watched it on your phone? That's what it, yeah, that's what uh, I was saying. I thought the guy was carrying bagpipes. I didn't even know it was his uh, gun and uh, fucking, I didn't know what was going on. That'll teach Steve. Steve, who has like a 110 inch movie theater screen in his house, instead he watched it on like his Samsung Dude, fucking. It was, it was two. It was two in the morning. Like I, I'm not going upstairs and cranking the volume, and waking everybody up. Well, I mean, well, then you just wait, though. Like no, you don't. No, don't I was rule. up. You didn't wait for your family. <laughs> I mean, dude, I was up one night and I I waited. I wanted to watch Mandalorian so bad because that was the Ahsoka one, and I knew she was going to be in it, and I was like. Uh, I I just I turned on something else. Yeah, I was like, I gotta wait for my family. I stopped waiting, man. I get because I'll tell you why. I wanted to wait uh, at the beginning of the season, but they were like disinterested. So I was like, well, fuck all y'all then. So now I end up watching every time I watch it the second time, the family comes and joins in. But like the first time, I just watch it by myself. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it on my time. I'm not waiting for anybody. This is my show. I'm the most excited about it. Yeah. I'll watch it whenever. If you're too busy or you're too cool to come watch it with me, you can watch it later. But uh, yeah, Logan got on me well, the one day. Like, you didn't even ask. I was like, yes, I did ask you. You said you didn't feel like it. So I'm not waiting. I'm like, I'm not watching it on when you feel like watching it. It's 2 a.m. We'll wake your ass up. I know my wife for 20 years and she could give a rat's butt less of anything Star Wars. <laughs> but she loves Mandalorian, so I, I do wait for her. And my son, he likes, he loves Star Wars too. So, dude, how awesome was that with Grogu communing with the Forest Man? Like, yeah, that whole yeah. scene was great. You know, I uh, can't wait to find out what Jedi he was talking to. Oh, I That's hope it's cool. Ezra. I hope it's Ezra. Me too. God, that would be really cool. This, these next two episodes are gonna be. Freaking fantastic. Oh, we got old Billy Burr in the next episode. Maybe. <laughs> well, I, I'm, it's got to be the next episode. That's where he's going. They set it up. Yeah, I feel like he's going to, this is going to be a like, you know, uh, getting the band back together kind of episode. Mm-hmm. And then the finale, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two episodes left, man. Very happy with everything that's going on. The show is so entertaining and it's just so fucking Star Wars. And it just makes me forget the last three movies and how fucking awful they were and how they wrote themselves into a fucking corner from episode seven on. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to brag some more, but you guys, I mean, I know you guys remember after force awakens and I, I just wouldn't shut up about how they wrote themselves into a corner. I saw it one time and I was like, this movie has fucked them for these three movies. And then sure as shit, they literally did everything exactly as I fucking predicted almost. And it's like, dude, it's it's not that hard. That, but that that's kind of what's inspired me to start writing, though. I'm like, I saw that. I was like, these are these are like fucking rookie writer mistakes. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, well, if if these writers can fucking make Star Wars, I could write something. Mm. So uh, at least it serves some purpose in my life. <laughs> and what's worse is that they had Dave Filoni the whole time, you know? Right. Untapped resource. Oh, that that hurts so bad. I watched Empire the other day and some of Return of the Jedi is so good. Yeah, let's let's talk about the fact that Rob 
texted me about Jedi. And I'm like, hey, you watching those, uh, those bootleg Blu-rays I gave you? He's like, no, I'm watching on TNT. And I thought he was, I thought he was talking to me at first, but I literally went to TNT's website, looked at their schedule, and sure as shit, one of the Jedi was on. I was like, this motherfucker, I didn't even know TNT was still a channel. All right? Like, that's how out of the loop I am with TV. I was like, is TNT even a thing anymore? And there, I'm like, this is, you're watching the newer versions and and edited for television with commercial interruptions. Why do you hate Star Wars? Okay, Go so ahead. let me let me tell you. So Saturday, I did nothing. My I, Star Wars was on. I don't know, like at ten or something. And they had all that. Like they had like they'd have Empire Strikes Back, and then they got like TNT West or something. And it, then you know how it staggers, you know, for the West Coast and all that. So I just kept like switching back and forth. They had Empire. They had like everything. It was like all day. So that's and why so I just left it on TNT. So my wife and and sister in law go shopping. They were gone for like five hours. When they came home, it was Star Wars. <laughs> like they left and went somewhere else again. When they came home at night, it was on Star Wars. It was like I just left it on TNT all day. I'd go in and out. I was doing stuff around the house, and I'd come in. I'd sit for like twenty minutes. I was like, oh, this, this is so good. And then I'd have to, you know, I was getting stuff done. I thought you were a Star Wars huh? fan, but I guess not. Oh, F you both. <laughs> you, I was a Star Wars fan before you guys were even born, so piss off. <laughs> piss off. Uh, I, I laugh for a different reason, because I, when you said TNT, I was laughing because I knew it was, you were watching oh, TNT. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. so wrong. <laughs> See, I, I do the same thing, except I just I boot up Voodoo. Or something, you know, and I can just like pick the on it. Like before we started this, I was watching uh, Christmas Vacation on my uh, Voodoo account. Dude, I had uh, 18 hours of Star Wars and I didn't have to put anything in, hit play or nothing. It was just on <laughs> in the background. So F you. Don't tell commercial. me about. Don't tell commercial. me. About, I, I get up and do something during the commercial. Yeah, don't me. tell me about being a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I'm I am ashamed. My sister in law's like, God damn, Star Wars again. It's like I never changed the channel. <laughs> uh, I watched those. I watched the last the episode with Ahsoka and the one with Boba Fett. I watched both of those four times. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're so good. Uh, oh, you guys do have to check out those Blu-rays at some point, though. Oh, yeah. I have. I, I, I put one. I up. almost went upstairs and started watching Star Wars uh, after you had texted Rob about why do you hate Just Star so you Wars? Can see that the Greedo doesn't even shoot. You don't have to see that terrible scene with Jabba the Hutt. The Return of the Jedi is like one of the worst ones, man. The dance scene, uh, the Anakin Force ghost. They changed oh, the, the music. Oh, the goddamn music at the end. Oh. Yeah. Well, I was trying to help you guys. I was trying to help, man. Well, I know. I... Trying to keep the real Star Wars alive. Hey, I started watching oh, the Sarlacc Pit. It's got a big head. It's like, what? Oh, that's right. It yeah. came out. It was like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, it's just teeth in the, in the real movies. Yeah. Yeah. And then the explosions are dramatized. <clears throat> hey, I started watching Ted Lasso, but I only, oh, yeah? I only it was good. I loved it, but it, I only got like two episodes for free. <laughs> oh, okay. What is it on? I, I have to Apple. Is that Apple? I'm like, I'm debating whether I want to pay for Apple streaming service. Because I got rid of cable, and now all these apps are starting to add up. It's They're like, still fuck. not as much as cable. <laughs> no, not yet. 
but uh, I, I, yeah. I really like that show. Like I wanted <clears throat> Kristen and I were both watching and I went to go to episode three and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I, I think you guys would both like that show a lot. Like I said, I wasn't ragging on it when I, I just, you know, I keep uh, forgetting I, when I want to watch something. I just needed to, uh, you know, I needed something to balance out all the all the saccharine sweetness that came along with it. But it's, I mean, it's solid. It's a solid show, though. Do you know? Do you happen to know offhand how much the Apple services? Yeah, it's like seven bucks a month or something, six bucks. I don't know. I, I just, any- I've had a free subscription for like a fucking year that doesn't expire until February for some reason. So, oh, okay. Are there any other shows on Apple that are worth watching? <clears throat> Um, there's a show I want to watch. I think it's called mystic quest. And it's one of the creators of, uh, always it's always sunny. And sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't started watching it yet though, but yeah, I, I do want to watch. I keep forgetting about that one too. I, I forget. I have Apple TV. <laughs> I forgot until today. Uh, and I put it on, I was like, let's see what's on. They got like the, they got the peanuts, uh, Christmas special on there. Oh, you're Mariah, Mar- Mariah Carey. I know you wanted to see that special. Dude, I watched the trailer for that. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about it. I love Christmas. I love that Mariah Carey song. I know everybody hates on it. I fucking love it. I don't care. Dude, I love Christmas music. My family hates yeah. me. I love it. Dude, uh, I, I, I dude, can listen to it all day until Christmas. Until hey, I got after an New album Year's. for you. I don't know if you... You probably don't use Spotify. You're probably still rocking an 8-track, Rob. But uh, on, they have a, uh, a Spider-Man Christmas album from the uh uh spider-man into the Universe. into the spider-verse movie Spider-verse, yeah. and it's fucking hilarious it's like uh chris pine and jake whatever the other guy uh, does a few songs uh the 67 spider-man does a reading of the night before christmas um it's only like six songs or something like that it's a little ep but you know it's got that it's got it's just spider-man singing the spider-man versions of christmas songs it's perfect I, uh, there's two things I want to do this, this holiday season. One of them is watch a Christmas story. Cause I've never seen a Christmas yes. story. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to watch the star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> the Lego oh. one or the old one? No, the, the life day one. Oh man. With the, old the, one, the original one. Yeah. Oof. How do I, where do I even find that? It's on YouTube. I think I was going to say it's been on YouTube. Oh, is it? Okay. Google it. Yeah. Those are two things. Those are two things I want to get done this holiday season. Speaking of spoilers, that's what we were talking about Mando. Tell about Sean. Sean said he watched Citizen Kane, and you totally revealed spoilers for this. Everybody, anyhow. No, no, we're not saying spoilers for an eighty-year-old right, movie. Right. That's what. I, that's what I said. I, Steve's like, "Oh, thanks for telling me the ending of Citizen Kane." I was like, "Dude, it's been out for eighty years, dude. That if was you a haven't joke. Seen it? That's why. I, that's say, I, that's, that's why joke. I prefaced seventy-nine-year-old movie before I said it. I was joking. In Rob's defense, for a second, I was like, "This dumb motherfucker," and I was like, "Wait a minute, he's got to be joking. Like, he's got to be joking." <laughs> I thought it was but, funny. I was like, 50 years is the limit, boys." <laughs> yes. Dude, like three days is the limit in in fucking 2020, man. Like, if you're not on it, you're fucked, basically. But yeah, I tried to watch Citizen Kane because you know it's just the greatest thing ever, and uh, I don't really want to talk about it because it's going to make me look like a cinematic idiot. But I just couldn't get into it. Like, I just it's old, it's, it's age slow. shows. It's very slow. everybody has stood on the shoulders of this movie, and I'm sure you know, just like when any movie comes out that you know changes things, The Matrix, Pulp Fiction, Clerks, whatever. Movies come out 
they change things. And so everybody's kind of standing on everybody else's shoulders. So we get all the benefits of that. So if that's not like the first movie you saw, it's hard to really appreciate it. You know, I didn't grow up in 1941. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of 1940s movies to compare it to, to be like, oh man, the cinematography on this was insane or whatever. Um, but you know, it's just, it's that 1940s style of acting and writing and it, and it wasn't, it wasn't bad or anything, but it's just one of those, like, I can't even get into Jaws, man. I watched Jaws for like the first time where I just sat down to watch it and I was just like, yeah, it was okay. But you know, Steven Spielberg is built off of that, like Jurassic Park, you know, yeah. like it, I- it's hard to, to, to see it. And like, I, I saw King Kong when I was a kid, right? Like the 1930s King Kong movie blew me the fuck away. Now, if I hadn't seen that as a kid, though, and you showed me that after the Peter Jackson version, I'd be like, oh, okay, I see what they did. You know what I mean? Like, But I saw it as a kid. So it was like, I fucking loved King Kong and Godzilla for a long time when I was little, watching Superhost on Channel 43. Am I going um, to like a Christmas story? Yes. It's yeah. It's a time yeah. movie. It holds up. Okay. Yeah. It's it's its own story. There is no cinematic. You know what I mean? Like people refer to Citizen Kane as the greatest movie ever, and, and all the different stuff it introduced to to film. That's not what Christmas Christmas story is. Just a good. It's it's a Christmas story. That's it. It's a good fun. You know, it's character based. Uh, it's funny. There's relatable moments. So you don't um, get any of the references because you've never seen it. I, I mean, it's been on in the background, but I don't remember any of it. I remember some kid's tongue stuck to a pole. That's <laughs> right. about it. That's about it. But I've never sat down and watched it all the way through. I just the leg lamp. You, just, you know of the. I know lamp. of the leg lamp, yeah. but I don't know what it's about in the movie. Yes. Like, yeah, I think like most Christmas movies. Like, okay, so it's a Wonderful Life. That's I like that movie because again, that that's just like story based. Nobody's ever like, oh man, this changed cinema forever. It's just a story, and I, I like it. I have black seen, and white. Whatever. I have seen that one. White Christmas, another classic. Nah, I'm not into that one. I don't like music. Yeah, I, I like I have music. <laughs> yeah, I like the musicals. So. I like yeah. the musics. I like the musics. Yeah, that's my concern about the new Deadpool movie is that the two writers are from a show called Bob's Burgers, which I've watched a shit ton of. Maggie loves that show. I've always just kind of been really kind of meh about it. It's got some funny moments. It's got H. John Benjamin, uh, uh, Kristen Shaw, who I really like. Uh, Just a great cast overall. Eugene Merman. Um, And there's it's it's not a bad show by any means. But like when you compare it to like The Simpsons or even Beavis and Butthead or South Park. It's just, you know, it's very middle of the road. It's very middling. Um, but th- so two of the writers of that show are writing the next Deadpool movie. And I'm just, and there's a lot of episodes. People seem to remember the episodes where they're singing and they seem to think the songs are funny, but they're not. And I'm just like, dude, if Deadpool three is a fucking musical, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. That's my that's my fear now. That's what I'm. What are you anxious about today? Deadpool three. That's what I'm anxious about today. <laughs> like, please don't <laughs> inter- turn it into a fucking musical. Well, that's good, man. If that's what you're stressed out about, <laughs> right? That, that, right. That means that Trump is coming to an end. <laughs> Con- contrast with a month ago, right? Wow. Uh, how about all those movies from Warner Media going? Damn, to- I hate you guys. All I get. 
All I got in my head right now is all I want from Christmas from right. That's all I can. That's all I Dude, can. I watched that trailer on Apple TV, and uh, that's that song is playing the whole trailer. And I and I said to Maggie, I'm like, does she just sing this song in different outfits the whole time? Is that what this Christmas special is? Yeah, like, like, is what's happening here? Does she have other Christmas songs? I love that song. I love all Christmas songs. Well, most. I don't like. She had a whole Christmas album. I can't. Most, I think most of them were covers, though. Um, oh, but, uh, what do you, oh, I, what do you mean? You, you don't like country Christmas. You can't watch a Dolly we were Parton at, special. We, we were oh, at dinner last night and it was like country music Christmas. And I thought I was going to like, just kill myself. I get that dude. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a nice segue into our, our, this week's comic, which is, uh, Johnny, the homicidal maniac. And, uh, there is one, only one genre of music that makes me want to kill people and it's country music oddly enough it's not the heavy metal extreme stuff crowley shut the fuck up what nothing's happening sorry what about like rave music no it's there's other styles of music i don't like but i'd rather listen to fucking polka middle eastern fucking music than country (laughs) like (laughs) but country it literally it hits something in my brain it's it's like a fucking it's like a needle in my brain and I it just activate something and I just go into instant kill mode and I just like turn this off now or I'm going to fucking go to jail. I swear to God. It's, it's new country accent. too. Like grandma used to listen to like the old stuff. Wasn't quite See, as I can old. handle, I can handle old yeah, stuff. You probably yeah. like Johnny Cash or, you know, Hank Williams. Yeah. The, yeah. The that's what, that's stuff. Like, you know, that outlaw country stuff. And, it was you know, kind of rock and roll too. It, you know, it had that, um, yeah, Ugh. I don't know. But like, just the stuff that people listen to, like they had a country guest on Saturday Night Live this week, and I I couldn't hit the fucking skip button fast enough when I was watching that shit. And it, like, the dude had a mullet. It's like a young dude. It's and the accent. I didn't hear right? a single word he sang. What's that? It's the accent, right? Is that what? Drives it's the accent. Crazy? It's the music. It's what they sing about. It's all of that together. Every song Rock sounds the fucking same to me. Christmas tree. Huh? <laughs> I love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's having a conversation from five minutes ago, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I like I like Christmas music too. I got a whole Christmas playlist that I, I put head. on. Um, my, my family won't let me listen to it. Oh man, they get we, so we They're they're a bunch of bah humbugs. They get no presents. They get all cold. You you have to give them no presents for that to work. Ah, I can't do that. I like. <laughs> the, yeah, I got a whole Christmas playlist that I made myself. It's got a lot of classic stuff: Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby, uh, all Any that kind Johnny of stuff. Any Johnny Mathis? Also, Any Johnny Mathis? <laughs> probably. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You got the um, good stuff. And then, but I also have like ACDC. I got the Ramones because they have Christmas songs. Yeah, Mistress for Christmas Ramones got a good one. So. Remember when you said I interrupted all the time? <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob is interrupting everything. It's Christmas, man. <laughs> like, no, right I don't, right. don't want to hear it anymore about me. <laughs> I'm just listening to Rob, just like you'll be talking. It's like, man. <laughs> you gave him coffee, man. <laughs> I am a little hyped up. He's, all, love, he's all jittery over here. Yeah, I got uh, I got everything on here. I got Perry Como, Eartha Kitt, Andy Williams, Stevie Wonder, Dean Martin, uh, Brenda Lee, Burl Ives, Gene Autry. Oh man! And um, then right on up to like Tom Petty, uh, Adam Sandler, Jackson Five, Run DMC, Chuck Berry, John Denver. Like I got a, I got a fantastic list. Eagles, 
Make me uh, a mixtape. <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas song? Ron? Ooh, I don't know, man. There's so many. Oh. Mine's the Ramones, man. What song? Um, what the hell oh, you've heard song? it. You've heard it. Can't remember the name of it. Oh, I can. I can't think of it. I, I have Mistress for Christmas in my head, and I can't shut it off. Uh, what's it called? Mary. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. That's the name of it. Uh, Rob. Oh, I <laughs> love Christmas music. I like. All the- right. So anyway. No, oh, go ahead, Steve. No, you clearly right. wanted to share your favorite no, Christmas right. song. No, no let's do it. No, no we're not going to move forward until you tell us your favorite Christmas song. What's your favorite Christmas song, Steve? My favorite Christmas song is the one by like Don Henley. I don't know what it's called. He's like, bells, bells will be ringing. ringing. I don't know. Yeah, what I've had on my list. What is that? Is it the Pretty Eagles sure or Don Henley? It's, it's the Eagles. It's, uh, I think it's the Eagles. Don Please Henley. come home for Christmas. Yeah, that's it. That's my Yeah, favorite. I have that on my list. Yeah. So All right. You may continue now. All right. Anyway, but yeah, uh, my segue failed. But basically, it's talking about how country music basically want to murder people. And this week, recovering Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, written by the great Jonan Vasquez. Uh, oh, Jonan? I thought it was Yonan. No, nah, it's Jonan. Um, uh, but yeah, Jonan Vasquez, who also created uh, a little TV show called Invader Zim later after this comic. So he's that's found what, some mainstream success. That's what Aiden was talking about. Is that what Aiden said? Yeah. Yeah. My son knew who this guy was. Well, he, <laughs> and Rob was like, what have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, uh, opened, I gave Rob the book and Aiden was scrolling through it. And he said, it looks like Vader Zim. Uh, yeah. I was yep. like, Oh, okay. And, and that's who, yeah, he created Invader Zim, very successful show on Nickelodeon. So this comic came out, uh, he's the writer and artist, uh, came out in the like mid-90s, started off as like a strip in uh, high school, I think even, uh, like the high school newspaper, and then uh, eventually got collected, and then he, he wrote a seven-issue series. Um, and it's basically, the premise is there's a character, his name is Johnny, he goes by Nee. Um, and he is, he kills people that he gets angry with. And what I love is he explains, I mean, sometimes he just kills people just because, but a lot of the times he has very good reasons for, well, what I think are very good reasons. And again, you know, stuff I related to when I was younger, just, you know, really irritated at people's, um, just how rude they could be about certain things. You know, people just showing up at your house demanding dollies and shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Right there. Murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, come on in. I got something for you. Man, uh, she smells like <laughs> I just love how Rob doesn't know what weed smells like. That's just, that's the best part of the story for me. It smelled like a skunk, dude. I know what weed smells like. Just not no skunk weed that. Yeah, that's some real shit, man. That's some real ass shit. Uh, so, yeah, it's a little seven issue series. And I think I'd go so far as describe this book as wacky. That's a joke, guys. Um, you guys don't remember that when they called, like, he killed somebody because they called him wacky. Did you guys even read the source material? <laughs> oh, just, my God. Yeah, I read it. I read it like a week ago. Um, all right. So, joke fails. Awesome. Signing out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Rob, 
what are your impressions of Johnny the Homicidal Man? First of all, how much did you get through? I want to know, did you finish the whole thing? I read the Be whole honest. thing. Really? I did. Okay. Except for maybe a couple of noodles. Happy Noodle Boy. Happy Noodle Boy. Yeah. I think I skipped the last three or four. Because I couldn't see. Because Steve <laughs> gave me the book like two days ago. Now, what <laughs> going it's going to be you your fault. It? It's going to be your fault. That has no nothing way. to do with me giving you the book two days ago. Yeah, it means I had to power read. So you lose your uh, sight okay, when so you power read? Okay, so here's what I think. I think if we're going to do any more black and white things, I'm going to have to get ma- uh, eyeglasses, the magnifiers, with more magnification in order for <laughs> me to read them. Because, All right. That's not really a critique of the comic book, but uh, it okay. is Noted. because it was black and white, and I'm about sick of black and white comics. <laughs> this is two in a row. Okay, so. But wait a minute, Casablanca is like your favorite movie, but you can't handle black and white comics. I don't have to okay. read Casablanca. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay, so. Yeah, this is very disturbing. <laughs> um, I get it. I mean, it kind of it kind of focuses on um, mental health. I think I don't know if that's where this guy was going with it. This is what I kind of got out of it. I mean, this this kid is he's like crying for help. You know what I mean? Like throughout all the stories, um, and he he knows he has a problem, and he's talking to his his freaking animals. That's just hilarious. Pills, yeah, forget the dough dough. Do- Doughboys. There was Psycho Doughboy. There was Mr. F. There was Nail Bunny. Nail Bunny. I love Nail, Nail Bunny. Bunny. Nail Bunny was kind of like, no, don't do it. Don't kill yourself. The other two are telling him, oh, man, come on. It. He finally does it. Dude, I did not see that coming. And uh, and then he goes to hell or heaven. And then he's like, they don't, you know, like, you're in the wrong place, dude. Well, he didn't kill himself on purpose, yeah, really. So he, he was kind of always talking about how he was immortal, but he had also rigged his phone so that if he ever answered it, he would get shot in the head. <laughs> but, yeah, but he he basically <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Accidentally yeah. killed himself, I guess, yeah. Yeah, he did. It wasn't, yeah. like, intentional. He just wanted to talk to that chick. Yeah, that was weird, too. Um, yeah, this was... Uh, yeah, I don't. It, it was okay. I mean, interesting, interesting stories, but man. So you didn't, you didn't, uh, violence, you didn't man. relate to this so Jeez. much then. Uh, I, I, <laughs> what about his little neighbor, Squee? I, I will say, yeah, I like Squee. Poor Squee. Um, <laughs> I will say this was, it seemed, it didn't seem repetitive like milk and cheese. Of course, it's a different. Uh, different format. Yeah, that's what Formative. I was going to say. It's a different format. I'd like that. I like this better than Milk and Cheese because of, I mean, it, you know, the story was actually not too bad. But man, it's just all the killing, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he's a homicidal maniac. Yeah, I get it. You know what you're reading. They're not. Yeah, when I, when I read this, I was, it, it is, like Rob said, very disturbing. But as I was reading it, I was really enjoying all. Well, let me finish. Before you get started, I want to cut you off because that's what I'm doing this whole podcast. Hey, man. <laughs> so I want to make this point is it's it's kind of like your id. It's like everything you want to do, 
you know, and this guy does it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you said something bad. I'm just going to kill you, mother freaking, you know, to the extreme. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like how how we all feel sometimes. And he just carries it out, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. But did did you okay? We all I'm, feel I'm, this, but we don't do it because right. we're not homicidal. Well, and that I don't know that I'm thinking about killing Maniacs. somebody. I may maybe trip. Oh, him I do. I do. Or punch time. him in the I'm face. Like, I could stab this motherfucker right okay, now. Okay, so maybe you got mental health issues. Too. <laughs> no, I don't act on it. That's why. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, you didn't want to stab the dolly person. Nah. nah oh nah. my god, <laughs> I want to stab her, and I ain't even yeah, met her. I guess. I will tell you this, and I'm not even. This is gonna. You're gonna think I'm trying to be funny here, but I, dude, if anybody knocks on my door unexpectedly, I just want them dead. Like I hate pop in more than I could put into fucking words. Right. So I I get this dude like on a deep level because that's all you show up at my house and not like. And I'm talking, you know, door to door sale, like kids trying to sell candy bars and shit. And I'm just like, I'm like looking out the window, like I got a meth lab and the cops are outside. I'm just like, who the fuck? Is this coming to my house at six seventeen p.m. on a Thursday? How <laughs> fucking dare you! And uh, like, it's the guy to drop off it. his Nerf gun, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, yeah, I'm the same way. Like Amazon drops it off, they ring the doorbell. I was like, "You better go. Don't stay at the door. <laughs> Get right? moving. I don't want to talk to anybody." So my my question, I'm I'm done talking. I won't interrupt. No, that's fine, dude. Go. But uh, did you did you guys? Was it that deep to you guys? I mean, did you think, or did you just think it was just a crazy comic? I thought it was a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in in my opinion, I thought it was it was disturbing, but uh, the story was good, and I thought the writing was good, and I I really I I really enjoyed it, and I didn't think I would because of you know the subject material, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed every bit. Of it. I love the the thing with Squee, his neighbor. <laughs> like he was, he was all. It's like just little kids. Squee is this little kid that lives next door to Johnny, and uh, he just <laughs> he just fucks with Squee the whole time. He's always just coming over unannounced, popping in Squee's uh, bedroom window, like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "There's like blood all over him and everything." And they say they make a point in the comic. They point to Squee, and they're like, this kid's going to be fucked up later. <laughs> but he, he actually protects Squee, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which yeah. is, yeah, it's nice. But, uh, yeah, he looks out for Squee, but at the same time, he commits murders right in front of him, <laughs> including He's his dead. dad. Like, I think he killed Squee's dad. No, he didn't dad. kill his dad. He told, his, he told him his dad would be okay. Oh, well, he put a bullet in his eye, so- eye socket, I thought. So anyway, and at one point he ends up digging a tunnel under from Johnny's house into over to Squeeze house. He just pops in (laughs) Squeeze house just shows up. And uh, yeah, that was that was funny. And uh, Johnny's house. uh, Apparently there's like a labyrinth of tunnels and everything under floors underneath house. Yeah. Yeah. And like with all these different rooms and stuff. And I was like, this is kind of cool, man. He's just got all these rooms. Like he's got a room full of victims. He's got, he's got one one of the comics. He had like two people held hostage. And then another guy just comes out of like a trap door. He's like, hey, how's it going? Like he had, he had freed himself. And he's like, (laughs) these other two people that were chained to the wall are like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh see I, I think there's a few different perspectives or a few different takes you could have about this. And um 
I think the one Rob, one of the perspectives, one of the more common perspectives is this is just kind of a lot of, it's kind of a lot of um, just violence for the sake of violence. Uh, that's not my take. I think I could see that's a valid take though. Uh, but I think like once you get into the the conversations, the conversations he has with himself, um, you know, I think it's about dealing with his own, like Rob was saying earlier, you know, his, his own mental illness. Um, I, and I feel like, <clears throat> and I, I'm just speculating, but that this was kind of a coping mechanism for the author in some ways. Uh, you know, he wrote this cause, uh, again, I, I've, I think everybody except for Rob, cause he's a super nice guy, but you know, gets really angry and just like, I'm going to fucking murder this guy. He cut me off and then flicked me off. Like I will sodomize your whole family with a broken beer bottle in front of you, you piece of shit. Like that's like, that happens to be at least once a week. So <laughs> I get that. And you know, he just kind of put it on the page, you know, kind of exercised uh, those demons, I guess. Um, because pe- some people do get that angry. Uh, I'm one of them. <laughs> and uh, and it is, a, I don't know, it, it, part of it is like a mental health thing, you know, j- just how you deal with anger and everything like that. Uh, so I, I think this was just kind of a healthy outlet and he made it entertaining and funny. And obviously he had the perspective on it to know that this behavior and these thoughts aren't ideal, you know, and, he, you know, he puts a lot of that into the, the writing, uh, but they still exist. And um a it's bunch a, of those you know, taboo subjects that, you know, we're not supposed to talk about. But, you know, when you don't talk about it, it's unhealthy, you know? Right. And, and when uh, you just suppress and repress and mm-hmm. uh, that, that's not healthy either. Now, but again, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you, you should repress your homicidal urges, but you should also <laughs> right. find a healthy outlet, which is, you know, for, you know, I play video games, read comics. There's plenty of ways to deal with with rage, you know, you, you have a uh, therapist, <laughs> like, yeah, you have a lot of things you could do. So you don't end up like, uh, Johnny, the homicidal maniac here who just, uh, cannot seem to ki- kill enough. We well, needs blood to keep the monster in the wall too. So right. that's yes. the other reason he's, he's got to keep this, this wall wet with blood wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or the, or the monster will be released. And that was like, up until that point, I thought it was just, you know, all reality based. Yeah, oh. it started. At, it started to get supernatural at that point, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is uh didn't a, see the monster coming." Yeah, out, I did, did not at all, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is really intriguing." I I, I want to read more and more, and I read the whole damn thing. It was great. And then, yeah, you get the trip to to heaven where God's like a fat, lazy asshole. <laughs> I li- uh, yeah, I like his perspective of hell too. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That was kind of different. Bunch of fucking assholes yeah. yeah i i like the the one one uh part he uh was dating a girl and things were going well but he still ended up trying to kill her <laughs> <laughs> well, that and see that speaking of that that you know mental health kind of thing like the way uh, some people are are self-destructive and they, they don't mean to be it's just kind of their nature things are going well and they self-sabotage and I, that's what that felt like to me yeah where he just kind of fell back into a pattern because he was almost like afraid of being happy yeah so uh, but yeah I, I i love this book it was fun to revisit it after so many years uh, i have like the original well not the original they're like reprints because the original printings are worth a lot of money so i have like i think my first the first issue i have is something like the 14th reprint or something um 
but yeah, so I, I have all the reprints. I haven't cracked them open in a long time. I just bought the, uh, the director's cut trade paperback off of Amazon. And, uh, dude, I love the art style. Uh, I, I love the art. Um, it's the stuff he does with perspective, ignoring proper perspective, uh, the, the heavy ink lines, um, the, the really, you know, cartoonish features of everybody. And plus when he would draw certain people, you know, like the people, like the assholes at the movie theaters, like I knew exactly who he was drawing, like that kind of person, you know, the, the, the kind of scenester, uh, hipster type character or whatever, you know, the goth guy or, or the heavy metal guy. And I was, like there's a lot of stuff like that that I was just like, yeah, I know exactly who's drawing. And, I, and, and plus I identify with like, he had that whole rant about, you know, cause he, 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 the way Johnny dressed was very, um, you know, almost like bondage gear or whatever, a lot of, a lot of straps and belts and whatnot. And, you know, people would comment on it and it reminded me like when I got tattoos on my head and I was, just, you know, I was a dumb kid and I thought that I really did. I thought, having tattoos on your head would kind of give people the impression I didn't want to be talked to. And it had the opposite effect and people would be like, Oh, what's that? What does that mean? And then I'd be like, Oh, this is the mark of the beast. And then they didn't want to talk to me, but I like, I like I identify with that shit totally. Like I didn't, I didn't dress the way I did because I wanted attention. I dressed the way I did because I thought I looked cool and I didn't want to dress like everybody I hated who was wearing fucking polo shirts and khakis and shit. So that's why I dressed the way I did growing up. So like that whole rant before he kills those people, like I, I, I totally get that. Cause I, that's, that's not why I got tattoos on my head. That's not why I, I, you know, had a mohawk or any of that wore the t-shirts I did. The, I, when you wear a shirt that says the satanic army or six, six, six motherfucker, it's because you don't want people to talk to you, but for whatever reason, people are like, Oh, that's an opening. No, it's not <laughs> like, that's not what that means. <laughs> So I got that frustration and anger it means go away. And people are, are like drawn to that. It's fucking weird. Well, did you get people that mostly, you know, were like you that talked to you or did you get like people that no, fleet He got Cheryl's just talk. They want to talk to anybody. They don't care. <laughs> right. It, it, it was like the lady at the Taco Bell in the, in the book or she, the chick who called him wacky or whatever. And it was, it was like people like that are just curious or judgmental or whatever, you know? Um, I mean, sometimes you get people, you know, Oh, that's a cool tattoo or whatever. And that's fine. I mean, not, not everybody, but like, you know, you could tell, you know, some people's looks or their tone or, or their, their questions or whatever. You could just tell they were just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And it's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not doing anything. I, I, I look the way I do. And that's that. Let it go. Uh, so, like, the only people that didn't ask me shit like that was, like, people like you. People I grew up with, they were just like, I assume you were just like, oh, yeah, Sean's a fucking weirdo, but that's just how he is. But you never asked me about it. <laughs> you were just like, okay. Well, it's just because I knew you, you know? Like, right. Like, you know, you always hear that, that phrase, don't judge a book by its cover, you know? Yeah. Well, I knew Steve you, so I knew you weren't. Friend. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I needed to meet my quota of tattoo friends. You just happened to work out. <clears throat> oh, yeah, uh, once, you, once you talk to people and know, you know. It... Yeah, so I, I related to this whole series a lot, especially when I was younger. Um, now it mostly just you know makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, uh, I do a much better. I'm doing better with my my anger management, my rage. Uh, you know, my my fits of rage and whatnot. I don't follow people home on the freeway anymore. So, uh, 
<laughs> like I've, I've gotten way better. I don't, I don't try to pull people out of their fucking car in the middle of fucking bear lawn. Like I don't do that anymore. So <laughs> gotten better. I get mad like this. Not that mad books like that this. often. You got that mad when those guys smashed up Laura's eggs. Yes, yeah. I did. I could. I could have. <laughs> I could have John. I could have Johnny homicidal maniac them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, we all have those moments. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, this is a, this is a four star book for me, man. Uh, I love the artwork. Uh, I you know I loved all the. Uh, uh, I don't know, like the fucking fifth grade psychology going on. I love the violence of it. I love, uh, you know, the, the, the dark, uh, macabre sense of humor is definitely up my alley. Uh, however, just kind of like milk and cheese, this is not for everyone. You know, this is, this is another, uh, this is another pig destroyer book. Meaning, you know, I'm not out there going, why the fuck do people listen to Taylor Swift instead of Pig Destroyer? Like, I get why most people wouldn't enjoy something like this. <laughs> I give it a three. I didn't think I was going to enjoy this one, but uh, the story got me. And uh, I went on a, a journey with, with Johnny, and I, I enjoyed the dark side a little bit. <laughs> and I, yeah, nice. I definitely recommend this one. I think it's... it's um, there's more than meets the eye. That, that makes me proud of you, Steve. Thanks, man. Very proud of you. You're growing. You're evolving as a comic book and, reader. And, and I'm about to stab Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's about to get a coffee cup through the throat. <laughs> I need to paint this wall red. <laughs> Rob, what's your what's your rating? Uh, I give it a two. I mean, okay, so better than milk and cheese. Yeah, it's, right. it's definitely. I think it was. Is smarter than milk and cheese. Um, I do. Too. I, I also get that it it's a different type of strip, book, yeah. comic, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and what twos? I, I'm done with black and white. Maybe it's because he hit me with this right after. <laughs> See, you don't want to do. White. I you don't want to start season three with Sin City then? I don't care saying? if you want to do whatever. I'll read whatever. But damn. Um. Yeah, and if these keep going long, we got to read the whole goddamn fucking books and shit. Seven up. It was seven up. I said episodes like Rob. Hey, it's Rob, hey Sean, Rob already episodes. doesn't want to be here. Yeah. So I'll, I'll <laughs> so be my last season, everybody. It's nice knowing you. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Oh, speaking of milk and cheese, you said you had a milk and cheese moment at Lowe's, like you wanted to be. Oh yeah. Uh, what yeah, is what's, a, what's the story about? It just I, I can't handle just like people not doing their jobs, dude. He, here's the thing: when I talk about Lowe's, like when I go into Lowe's, I used to do that for a living for like what ten years of my life. I worked in retail at a home store, you know, yeah, a home improvement store. So I know I, I was a manager. You know what I mean? I was a supervisor, a manager, an employee. You know, I know all levels of what it takes to run a fucking home improvement store. And I go in there and I just, it's just, just people are inept. It's like, why, why do you hire these people? You know? <laughs> Wait, what happened? What but, was? No, every time I go in there, they don't have, they got the shit in the, up in the air. They don't have it stocked. You can't find anybody. So, you know, they got ladders. You're as, as a. As a person going, a customer, I'm not supposed to use the ladder. Oh, but did if you, you get put the ladder at? in front of me. Did you get yelled at for using the ladder? Well, 
I was wheeling the ladder over, and the lady was helping somebody out, and she caught me. And, and she's like, she's like, oh, you can't use that ladder. You know, she had attitude right away. And I was like, ma'am, I'm not going to use the ladder. I politely said, ma'am, I'm not going to use the ladder. I'm pulling it over here so you can get the shit down for me. I didn't say shit. So, and she, she just gave me an evil look, and I'm like, F you. So I was busted, so I couldn't do what I wanted to do. So, so I waited patiently. She was helping somebody. She went, like, and then she disappeared. And I waited for, like, maybe two, three minutes. Yeah, because you told her, I'm, I right. need so you to get this for me. Right, so now I can't go up the ladder. Yeah. So then, I would have gone up, after I about, gone up the ladder, After too. about three or four minutes, I was like, so what I'll do is I'll get like a long stick or I'll get a piece of pipe or something and I'll just knock the shit off the top stock. Um, yeah, dude. Cause I don't have time to wait 20 minutes for these assholes. Let's go up the ladder yeah. next time. Well, next time I will, but you, you know, no, so you won't. I didn't want to get kicked out of the store. You're not going to get kicked out. All you have to do is uh, go up the ladder and just be like, oh, I didn't know. And she'd be like, I just told you. Be like, I didn't hear you. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> you know. Right? Be like, no, you didn't. What are you going to do? So anyway, so then, well, here's the thing that pissed me off. Here was the milk and cheese moment was, okay, so I waited. I didn't, I, I was about to get a stick. I was looking for a long pole. I was about to go like three aisles over and get like a 10 foot piece of copper. So Why would you go get a pole? So anyway, so she finally comes back and I tell her exactly the boxes I want. And so she goes up there and she grabs the first box. And I grabbed it from her, you know, so she wouldn't have to walk all the day because I needed two boxes because they didn't stock their goddamn shelf. There were two different ones. So I not only knew what product was in top stock, you know what I mean? I know more about this shit than she does. So anyway, so she hands it. And I, I say, here, let me get that for you. I set it down and I started opening the box. I have a fucking knife. I popped open the box, got the one I need. And she's like, oh, which one? And I was like, it's that one there. I need that one. So she hands it down. And, and I got it. I even opened up the box like you're supposed to so you can put it on the show. And she, and I said, thanks for doing that. And she just like, just looked at me. <laughs> Didn't say, she still had that evil look like you moved my goddamn ladder. And I'm like, fuck you. I said, she walks, she's walking away. And I said, you're welcome. You know, I was like, God damn it. You know, I basically did the effing job for you. And you can't say, after I said thank you for getting the stuff down, you know, everything that I could have done myself, she won't even say you're welcome. I'll tell you where you went wrong. Yeah. You Just told, go up the ladder. No, no, you told the lady, I moved the ladder so you can get it. Oh. Like, you're, you're telling <laughs> well, her, no, she's, bitch, get she up the ladder. Because she immediately said, you can't use that. And I was like, I'm not going to. I'm getting it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right there. That's where well, I thought went. I was being funny, but evidently <laughs> no, not. No. No, no yeah. that's yeah, that's very condescending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus, that's man. like, hey, that reminds me when what I was is- living in Memphis, and that dude told me to get my shovel, and I almost murdered him with the fucking shovel, <laughs> and like Keith and Jason and everybody came and grabbed me because some dude told me to get my shovel. So I understand her attitude actually. Like when that dude get your shovel, boy, I was like, what? Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, I have a lot of those moments apparently in life. Actually, not a lot. That was twenty years ago. But at those kind of stores, though, you get somebody bossing you around. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll get my show. I, I'll never forget that because, like, all I remember is I started talking to myself. And I was just like, okay, I'll get my shovel and I'll fucking beat your fucking skull in. And then, like, uh, 
like all literally, I just got swarmed by coworkers, and I didn't even. I was like, I didn't realize I was actually doing the trying to do the things I was saying. I think I just went into that like I go, I call it like a red state where I just go, like I literally I'm seeing red, like I black out with anger sometimes. Like I don't know how else to describe it, and I don't remember what happened. And that was one of those times where I was just like so infuriated that I was, I, and I, I guess I did or said something aloud loud enough that they thought I was going to kill this guy with a shovel. So they stopped me. And I appreciate that. Are you sure but you yeah. don't talk to psycho Doughboy and Mr. F? That's what <laughs> I, was I don't know. I black out. I might, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> there's, like, I, there's tunnels under your house. That's a sign. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm in Lowe's today and I just climbed the goddamn <laughs> shelf. I literally climbed the fucking shelf. And was looking for the shit up top. And you want to the ladder? I did this like yeah. five times because I was trying to find the right one that they were out of. And it's because their website showed too. And I was like, hell with it. I'm just going to climb the shelf. I started climbing the shelf. I had, dude, I brought like five boxes down and opened them up. And they're supposed to be on these like hooks where you can't steal them, you know, where you got to. You got to spin the thing. I just left them there. I'm like, fuck these people. You can stock it now. I brought it down for you. Rob is like uh, using climbing gear instead of grabbing the ladder. No, dude. I, <laughs> back when I worked, you used to be able to climb shelves. Oh, like I remember. Nothing. Now oh. you got to have eight people yeah. block off 62 aisles. So they're not. Yeah. Because yeah, all the lawsuits people have filed yeah. in the past. Yeah. So I was like, what do you care? So you, so you were enraged. You you could If you would have had a bat, you would have beat her in the head. No, I wouldn't have. But I, I thought of. I thought. He's so angry. He's like, he's so angry, but he's like, but I won't use the ladder. I wasn't angry until she gave me attitude and didn't say you're welcome after I thanked her, like gracious. That's the other part of old man rage. You're like, you're that. That's what infuriated you. And then I was like. I, I was like, I get milk and cheese. Just, just beat them up now, you know. Rob, <laughs> right? Rob's you like, go. I'm milk, and that other guy's cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This guy's cheese. Rob and Sal. <laughs> I'm milk, and he's cheese. We're it's about just, to beat your ass. <laughs> you know, and I hear people. Well, they don't pay him that much. Then don't take the job. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, dude, that's not an excuse. As somebody who's worked a, a ton of fucking Joe jobs for no money, right. like, you can still take pride in your work, man. Right. You don't have to be an asshole about it. Yeah, uh, it's not ideal, but you don't need to take it out on customers. Don't get me wrong; there are asshole customers. Oh you yeah, Mister, oh, yeah. get your shovel. He, you know that dude probably deserved a good shovel beating, but uh, not you know, not everybody is is like that but yeah i was just thinking i'm like the opposite of rob like he's a good worker but when i worked in lumber and i saw a customer i would run to the back (laughs) (laughs) i'd be like i don't want to help anyone (laughs) Uh, he's gonna help me when i worked because they put me in home and garden i'm like i don't know anything about any of this stuff i don't know where anything is like i can tell you where bug spray is that's about it <laughs> no, like, you want to ask me questions about different kinds of fertilizer like oh fucking kill me that was my, no fucking clue. that was my first job after high school and like dude there's always i hated working lumber man and there's always this guy come in look for the fucking perfect two by four he move out all the other ones to get to the bottom just leave shit everywhere but uh, Jesus Christ, yeah, man, I'd see people. I just I'd walk the other way. I'd go into plumbing or something. <laughs> I, 
man. You're like, just give me my paycheck. <laughs> Rob and I are completely opposite. Came from the same parents, but we're like completely opposite. Goofus and gallant, man. <laughs> yeah. Highlight I definitely would have stepped on that ladder. I would have, as soon as she walked out of that oh, aisle, yeah. I would have been like ladder. Right. But I'd have been up there and down before she that, came back. I, I didn't even get a ladder. I just climbed the goddamn shelf. I literally climbed two shelves. <laughs> so much worse. I, I really so much worse. I was like, I was, I was five feet in the air. My feet were. I was got rope and carabiners and shit. I, don't, I used to climb that shit all the time. I got a bum ankle and I still climb the shit. It's like no big deal. <laughs> hey, and then if you fall, you can sue them too. And then, and then Rob's like, well, you said I couldn't use a ladder. So <laughs> right? I just climbed the damn shelf. I'm going to get kicked out of Lowe's one day. I swear to God, they're going to be like, you can't come back here. Just tell them you know Keith. Be like, look, I know Keith. All right. I can come in here and do what I want. <laughs> I'm milking Keith's cheese. Oh, man. It's just. Get Keith fired too. Take him down with you. Blaze of glory. <laughs> uh... It's good. Oh, shit. I uh, I didn't know you had so many homicidal maniac thoughts, Rob. This is good. The, the, They're all they all take place at Lowe's. That's my yeah. favorite. <laughs> I'm in there every day. So. <laughs> Goddamn shit workers. <laughs> oh man. Oh, good I, I I I will say I I I never want to kill anybody. I've never. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't. What about in like, traffic? I, you never want to kill somebody in oh, traffic. I yell bitch all the time. You never want to just if you had rockets on the front of your car, I'm you like, blow I'm them a, out. I'm like the turn signal Nazi. My wife, she's like, nobody uses their turn signal. I, I said, like, I don't care. Yeah. It's courtesy. You use your turn signal. Dude, when 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 there's it's so mad when somebody doesn't use their turn signal. What gets me is when there's construction and there's an arrow. Saying that this lane is closed, mm -hmm. and then motherfuckers always try and get over at the last second. Yeah, like there wouldn't yeah. be traffic if everybody just right. got in the right lane. Right. The only reason we're stopping is because dickheads like you keep coming in at the last second. Right. Oh, that it should it should be like like a zipper on a jacket, you know, like everybody, you know, mm -hmm. you stop, you slow down. Yep. And yeah, and it flows. We all fall in line. Sean, all the teeth Sean just fall in line. Talk all the time because me and him would drive all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. People, and it's funny. Like when I was on the clock driving, though, I had so much. I didn't care. Near, I, I'd get angry every once in a while, but I was on the clock, so it wasn't my time. Mm -hmm. So my road rage all but disappeared because it was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm being paid for this. It's weird. Like when it's my time, I, I get. I get furious with people who cut me off and then I honk at them and then they fucking flip me off. I'm like, oh, okay. You're one of those. And that's, and that's when I, I go into fucking milk and cheese mode, man. I just <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> the, the more I think about milk and cheese, I, I, the more I, I like it. <laughs> I'm like, that was a groundbreaking comic. <laughs> you know? It was brilliant. I understand it was a lot all at once, but like the social commentary in there was fucking dead on. Yeah. Like it was not fucking on. And then, you know, it, it did. Yes. It, it was, uh, device wise. It was pretty simplistic, you know, milk and cheese go somewhere and then, you know, beat the shit out of everybody basically. But <laughs> it was all the, you know, all the reasons why and the conversations they had and everything that they were like skewering 
uh, in the comic. Like that's what made it for me. It was just like, yes, I get this. Totally. Did you guys ever see a movie called Super with uh, Rain Wilson and Ellen Page? Oh, I think I. You mean Elliot Page? <laughs> yeah, she was uh, Ellen Page at the. I I, um, I might have. I I know I I know what you're talking about. I just don't know if I watched it. Nathan Fillion's in it briefly. Um, but uh, it's it's a James Gunn movie. Uh, you know, before he got big. But yeah, basically, this dude, uh, Rain Wilson, who played Dwight on The Office. He, his wife is leaving him for Kevin Bacon. Uh, his wife is uh, Liv Tyler and, and she's leaving him for some drug dealer. And he, he's like a devoted Christian or whatever, but he's kind of a loser. And he be, decides to become a superhero. <laughs> and like, uh, he makes this, he becomes the uh, Crimson, what the fuck is he? The Crimson something. And like one of the things, one of my favorite scenes in the fucking movie is when he's in line for, uh, a movie and I forget what it like somebody, I think somebody cuts in line or something. So he goes and gets a fucking pipe wrench and <laughs> he just, he deals with that person. And I'm like, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> he air quotes deals with that person. <laughs> <laughs> the pipe wrench, the goddamn plumbing wrench. And it's, oh man, it was just fun. He just like, these people are like in line for a movie and like they're outside, I think. And he's just going, it's been like 10 years since I've seen it. So I might be misremembering it, but, uh, what the fuck Crimson, what the fuck was he? God damn it. Dude, the pipe hey, wrench, it. that is, I fear getting hit by the pipe wrench. Cause once oh, you, dude, once you, massive. Hold, yeah. What, if you've ever <laughs> held a pipe wrench and you know the weight, <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> you do not want to get hit with one of those, man. Yeah, this, this was this is one of those, it's like a red pipe wrench, man. It's like it's a for real. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that, that's that's one of those scenes where I, I just love it. Or like the beginning of that movie, The Way of the Gun, with uh Benicio del Toro and, and Ryan Phillippe. Oh, where they hit that girl or whatever. Yeah, Sarah Silverman's just like running her mouth the whole time. And like her boyfriend's acting like he's gonna fuck him up, and and then Ryan Phillippe just goes over and punches her in the face. <laughs> she's running her mouth <laughs> like it, it was so funny. It's like the best scene in that movie. <laughs> I don't remember anything but that scene. <laughs> right, the rest of the movie was okay, but like that opening scene was fucking fantastic. Uh, cathartic, man. Shit like this is cathartic. Can help you deal with shit. I think a lot of people have that fear that you know you read something like this or you watch something like that. And then you're going to, it's going to give you ideas. And I, I can't say that people don't get ideas from stuff. I mean, yeah. that's, but you have to have, you know, a certain, be a certain level of unhinged or whatever to, to seriously consider, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. After um, just reading something or, or playing a video game or whatever, like you're already. What, right. That's not the cause of what you're, you're, you know, whatever crazy crime you're committing. Um, but, uh, but everybody's different. Everybody reacts to stuff differently. Uh, this kind of stuff, uh, these kind of comics, movies, video games, whatever, have always been, music has always been very cathartic for me. Uh, like the angry music, you know, uh, it just, uh, I, I used to always say this to, to fuck with people when they, because people rag on my music a lot. And again, I understand it. it. To most people, it's incomprehensible noise. I get that. However, when they, you know, how do you listen to that? I'm like, how else, what, like, what else do you suggest I listen to to drown out the voices? So um, that would usually shut people up. But uh, but yeah, I mean, which is a joke. I don't hear voices in my head, but uh, <laughs> not not normally, except for Steve Buscemi's. But no. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, this is, I think it's all just, you know, it's, it's art, it's a release. Um, you know, these people are, are functioning individuals, uh, and they've contributed, I think, great stuff to the world by, by putting this stuff out there. I, I don't find it inspirational in any way. I'm not like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go murder everybody now. Like, no, I know that's wrong. I knew, I know that. Were these last two that we read the bulk of your of your dark comic history, or do you have much more? Um, I that's all I really remember. I mean, as far as I think these two go together in that way, uh, in that you know they're independent comics, they're not superhero comics at, at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. Those are the those are the two that stand out. We might uncover more down the road. Because like, this is just kind of something that popped in my head because I watched Ted Lasso. And remember, that was, I, th- I don't think most people would go from Ted Lasso to Milk and Cheese, but that's what my brain did. Um, and that's how we ended up here. I think I'm going to pay for Apple tonight because I really want to finish watching Ted Lasso. Really, oh, you're you're going to love it. I really it's, enjoyed it. You're going to love it. You're, you're going to love that show. It's it's a good show. You just so spent like I said, $120 on a toy. Spend $5. No, I haven't spent any money yet. No, I'm talking about it. Doesn't come out. Oh, what did I? What did I buy? I don't know. You buy something. You buy no, something. I haven't bought anything. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Kristen won't let me buy stuff in the last month because everybody else is buying stuff for me. So <laughs> it's, it's she's not. She's not loaning you any money. You right. Cashed right, out. Right. Right. <laughs> so what, Rob? Rob, does he have casts around his thumbs? Like, does she have to break his fucking thumb? <laughs> I got. I got a bunch of those IOU notes, like in Dumb and Dun- Dumber. Oh, Lamborghini. That's a keeper. I Better it. hold on to that one. What are her interest rates? I might hit her up for some money. <laughs> They're below. <laughs> that's why I go. All right. That's why I go to her. That's zero. I'm shoot her a text. Zero, like, hey, man. I need a PS5, but I don't want to. I really got the money for it right now. Um, all right. So this is our last episode of the year. We'll be back uh, most likely in January uh, for season three. I want to say thank you for listening, whoever you are. We we really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, hey, do you have a comic for next year picked out yet or no? Uh, I was thinking about some stuff, but uh, no. I think what I'll I think it'll just be something that like I'll let you guys know. Um, I've been reading some stuff recently, and I was like, I was like, okay, I kind of want to get back into the superhero vein, get back into the more mainstream stuff, but I haven't really narrowed it down uh exactly what that is i was also thinking about how we we don't cover much dc stuff due to the fact that i'm not really into dc stuff so i was gonna try to branch out that direction Uh, i got a lot of different thoughts and i was thinking about coming back with the spider-man comic because that's how we started the first two seasons too so that was my other thought um doing another spider-man but i'm like man just because i love spider-man so much i just i just wanted to know if i i could be reading anything I'm trying to. You read whatever you want. Well, I know. I'm just saying. You know, while the holidays are going on. All right. How, how about this little exercise, Rob? What's your favorite comic book character? <laughs> okay. We'll get back to you. We'll circle back. Steve, do you have a favorite comic book based character? I do. Who is it? Rocket Raccoon. I knew you were going to say that. I really don't want to read a Rocket Raccoon comic. <laughs> All right, we'll go back to Rob then. Uh, probably Captain America. Okay. All right, see, I was thinking you would say that, so I was kind of thinking we could either, maybe we'll do like uh, the first Civil War 
Uh, I was thinking Winter Soldier, but I think that's a lot longer. The actual Civil War story is only like six or seven issues. And I think you dig it just because, you know, you've seen the movies. Um, so you can see the, the differences and um, the similarities and everything like that. But I don't know. I, I also don't want to assign anything because I just I'm so excited to play Cyberpunk. Like, I don't want to give myself any homework. Anything. Just wait. We got, yeah, I didn't say right. you had to. I was just, break, I just was curious if you had something in mind. Yeah. Steve I'll wants, let you guys know. Steve wants to be told what to read. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I was... Uh, you, you're carte blanche, my friend. I was just trying. I was hoping I'd have something to read so I, I can not get in a fight with my father-in-law during Christmas. Read, uh, read some more of your Lady Mechanicus. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm doing that right now. I got two more series left and I'll be done with that. Well, there you go. I was actually, when I mentioned Sin City earlier, that's one I've been wanting to do too. Um, the big fat kill. No, not the big fat kill. Probably the hard goodbye. Um, I think would be good. And then you could revisit the movie if you wanted to. <sighs> uh, but there's my recommendation for you, Steve Reed, uh, Frank Miller, Sin City, the hard goodbye. So read that. All right. I don't know if that's, that's what we'll discuss, though. But we got to get going. I got to be up really early. It's fucking late. Right. Yes. Like Sean said, thanks for listening. Hope everybody has a happy holidays. And, happy holidays, uh, everyone. Happy holidays. I thought you were done talking. I didn't mean to catch you. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's.